and welcome to Fulcrum Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Episodes will typically be uploaded every Monday, and any changes to that schedule will be posted on our Twitter and TikTok at Fulcrum Pod and on Instagram at Fulcrum Podcast. So be sure to follow us on any of those for previews and information about upcoming episodes. Hi, my name is Sage. I use she, they pronouns, and you can find me on TikTok and on Twitter at Sage Sindula. Hi, my name is Claire, and my pronouns are she, her. You can find me on TikTok at Claire Kenobi and on Twitter at Corky Kenobi. And today we're talking about episode four of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, <laughs> to be completely honest, I did not take notes, and I only watched the episode once. Not that I didn't like it, it's just been a crazy time. Um, and we're recording this podcast late because I decided to go see Jurassic World instead of record the podcast on Thursday. Um, anyways. And you are right for that, though. You know, <laughs> it's okay. Kenobi can wait. Um, <laughs> this is actually our Jurassic World episode. <laughs> yeah, everyone should go watch Jurassic World. Um, and if you didn't like it, uh, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me you didn't like it. I don't care. <laughs> anyways, um, getting back to what we're talking about today. Uh, this episode has, like, created some controversy. Controversy, if I could talk, that'd be great. We're already off to a really bad start. Um, but I actually haven't really been on TikTok in the past week, so I have no idea. I've just been hearing everyone else talk about it. Um, maybe I'll get in on it, though. I love- No, I've been seeing everyone talking about, like, it on Twitter and, like, what they've been posting on TikTok, and I'm like, I like to add to drama. I might want to dip my toes into the drama pool. Um, the last time I did that, we had a good time, actually, uh, with the Lego Star Wars guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I have a bit of a reputation to uphold. Maybe I do need to get it on. A, okay, we'll do that after this podcast. Anyways, um, it, it, it created controversy. And by that, I mean, there's literally one guy on TikTok who's like, I hate Kenobi because it's not about Kenobi and it's about Reva and Leia. And I'm like, I'm sorry you have a problem with women being in your show. Sorry about it. Sorry. Actually, I don't really care. I'm not sorry. Um, but I really like it. I really like that they were uh, the really the main characters. That this Actually, this episode was very female-centric. Um, we have Tala, Queen Girl Boss. Love her to death. Are you kidding? Um, we all know how I feel about Reva. We all know how we both feel about reason to be good. And then, um, and then little Leia is literally girl bossing at like 10 years old. Okay, so true of you. Um, and I think that's important to like show in this show um, for plot reasons, obviously, because Leia is uh, a girl boss later on in her life. And why wouldn't she be when she's a kid too? Um, and also because, you know, kids are watching this and I'm sure that little girls are watching this and are going to be like, oh my God. I love her. I want to be just like her. And as they should, as they absolutely should. Uh, and so, yeah, let's get into that. Yeah. So um, Obi-Wan got super burnt in the last episode. I'm sure we all remember. Um, yeah, so this episode starts disgusting. out with him going into a back to take. <laughs> um, and the way it's edited is like shots of him in the back to tank and shots of Vader in his little medical pod. And it's cut with like flashbacks of their duel that they just had. Um, which for me, and I've seen a lot of people have this like view of it also, I think it's like both of them are, because they're obviously both not having a great time right now. Mm, I think we all know that. (laughs) Um, and so I think they're both like, um, literally when are they ever 
yeah you're so right give me, um, give me a give me a receipt I want to see when they're happy yeah if you know if you can find that send it my way because I would like to Please see it DM us on twitter at fulcrum pod um or on instagram at fulcrum podcast I'm so sorry <laughs> keep going keep going um but yeah I think they're both really like emotionally conflicted not so much in the sense like this is not anywhere close to when Vader like turns back to the light side and then dies and like obviously as his character arc goes on more we see more of like that emotional conflict but he's definitely like "Mm, I just saw my former master who like kind of left me for dead for the first time in 10 years not feeling great and Obi-Wan is like wow I just saw my former Padawan who I left for dead for the first time in 10 years um but in I was like Obi-Wan what if you just like stayed in the tank for this episode and let all the girl bosses handle it because he was like no I need to like go save Leia and Tala was like "Mm, you need medical attention you need to stay in the Bacta um but this show is about him so he couldn't actually just sit in a Bacta tank all episode while other people did things unfortunately um but yeah they're on Jabim and they meet oh they meet that guy guys I don't know I'm so sorry. Okay, I know that the two pilots' names are Wade and Sully, I think. I love being a very informative podcast. We're so good at this. I'm like, maybe I know a character's name. I don't remember what the other guy's name was, and he was, like, more important, and I feel bad, and I thought he was very cool, and now I don't know his name. Start with an R. The one who yeah. was, like, yeah, my, I my like, <laughs> I'm, I married, like, my wife was, uh, force sensitive and I know what the empire is capable of and I was like who was your wife I would just like to know (laughs) well and then they go to fortress inquisitorius fallen order stands I do really think that we won in this episode uh absolutely loved they literally were like oh they said the words fortress inquisitorius in this episode and I literally think that I fell on the ground um, because I was like, oh my God, Trilisa Dury. Anyways, um, <sighs> I miss her. I just wish, I, every single time, this is me being literally a toxic person, but every single time Obi-Wan was like going through the like hallways, I was like, oh my gosh, this is when Trilisa Dury is going to pop out. This is when she's going to come help um, and rescue that. Anyways, so besides the point, um, and it didn't happen, unfortunately, but we know she's alive and well, so it's fine. Anyways, she, she, not to misgender Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and during Sorry. Pride Month. And during Pride Month. Um, that was really unfortunate. Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, gets there and Tala's there with him, but they're in separate parts because she's basically like coordinating his entire mission um, because she is everything. And uh, I, I think at some point she must have been a part of the Empire because how else would she get those cylinder codes unless she killed someone from the Empire, which slay. Um, I'm sorry, that was rude. Anyways, <laughs> the um, but yeah, she's coordinating the entire mission and he is like going through the halls. He is trying to find Leia. Um, and then Tala almost gets caught. Uh, Riva literally is like, girly what are you doing here I don't know if that's actually where we're at in the episode but I know that happens um (laughs) I'm pretty sure that happened and then Tala literally lies she's so good but what what, she said that the um the path was based in on Florum 
Um, shout out to Hondo Anaka, Sir King. They said that, and I was like, When is he that. going to be in the Kenobi series? Where is he? We're doing Where episodes is- on Obi Wan's boyfriends. He should be here. Every see missed opportunity for the Obi Wan Kenobi show. They should have done an episode on every single one of Obi Wan Kenobi's boyfriends. They were doing so well too. We had Bail Organa, we had Owen, and then mm-hmm. we had Quinlan Voss. But this episode. It was like, kind of all about like, women, which, like, as it should, but there was not room for Obi-Wan's boyfriends to be there. But we would have loved to see Hondo and Naka. No, I'm kidding. If Hondo and Naka actually showed up in the show, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I would laugh so hard. I would I would cry laughing. Um, anyways, and then what happened? I, I think last week I was like, oh, I bet we're going to get Reva flashbacks next episode. We didn't um hope I'm gonna do it again hopefully next episode (laughs) um but we did get that like interrogation scene between her and Leia where she's like I know what it's like to be alone and like and she I think she said like oh yeah like I had a droid once too but like it was taken from me just like everything else and I was like do you want to elaborate on that but also she was projecting so hard in this episode like onto Leia like every time she was like I was just like you when I was younger and I, I'm skipping ahead, but it's fine. When they put Leia in like the torture chair, first of all, Empire. Empire, I hate gone. you. Second of all, <laughs> OMG, Trillicidary moment. Anyways. I was on. thinking about Trillicidary <laughs> in that moment. I was like, this is just like Trillicidary. Um, <laughs> that is anyway. so awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Leia's in there and I almost said Trilla. We can't be doing this. Riva is like you brought this on yourself but she I you literally cannot convince me I've talked to like multiple people about this and I'm like you will not be able to convince me that she was going to press that button like I know she was interrupted but like she was hesitating she was like tearing up I was like yeah what no let's she hear your backstory let's sit down right now and like you can just tell me everything that's ever happened to you in your life um and that's like again I'm like please next episode I just want her to go into her backstory so bad like we're so close she's giving us like little crumbs and I'm like just tell me everything I need to know it right now um absolutely I also think like I don't know my my thing we've I've t- we've talked about it so many times on this podcast but there Star Wars has this this lovely little um thing that they like to do where they make male villains like really sympathetic and are like omg look at this little guy look at this poor little meow meow um and half of it is fandom's fault right um but a lot of it is like in 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 the media um they very much so are like oh but he's a sad boy and he sure he killed a lot of people but let's if look i past speak it. right now we might lose listeners <laughs> you know you know we lose listeners <laughs> all the time we just like to say things anyways but I would you know right now with with Reva's story um she is a very like fierce and ruthless villain at this point and we don't have really any like sympathetic factors in her narrative so far other than the fact that she is an inquisitor and we know how inquisitors how inquisitors become inquisitors um but that's us you know we that's yeah like people who are just watching this show exactly and so that's the thing that was like these 
people who are watching your show are going to be like, wow, she's horrible and awful. And, you know, she does horrible and awful things. But, like, let's remember that she has very, very little choice in her life right now. She's not just another, like, imperial um, employee. Like, she's really not. She's not a uh, an admiral. She's not, you know... Any, any person who gets to choose to be a part of the empire. And we could have a, a, a larger discussion about like, can you really have a choice when it comes to the empire at all? Um, but the answer is yes, uh, for the most part, um, except if you're an inquisitor, except if you're an inquisitor, because you really don't, um, because you are, uh, as an inquisitor, you're force sensitive, which means you are part of a, a community that will be killed for being alive. Um, so it's either that or, you know, get tortured until you submit um, to killing the rest of your people. It's really, we really don't have great options here. Um, and I'd like to, I'd like for them to show more of like, hey, there's some nuance here that might need to be explained a little bit. Uh, we don't need to see her getting tortured, please. <laughs> please. I can't do it again. <laughs> We do not need a Chosenuri style. I can't do it again. <laughs> I'm hoping because this is like a Disney Plus show, they won't. But if they did, I'd I be don't like, know. They were about to torture a ten year old in the last episode, yeah. so that was a little like uncomfortable. I was kind of like, See, oh. yeah, I was like, I knew, I, I like figured they were gonna cut that off somehow because right. I was like, there's no way they actually would put that on TV. But I was still like, but she was still like screaming for help, and I was like, um. She's 10. She's 10. Yeah, like, also, okay, yeah. Reva did the like like um mind probe thing on her and yes. like it didn't work. And I'm like, when are you when is one of y'all going to figure out that she's force sensitive? Like mm-hmm. I have been waiting. And I'm like, okay, it's probably not gonna be Obi-Wan because he's like struggling right now and he's not like very in tune with the force anymore. But I'm like, Reva, she should figure this out. My okay, imagine this for a second. Riva is like somehow turning to the light or whatever or like just being like I don't care about the empire anymore or like maybe I can find a way out of the empire um anyways and then she like completely realizes that Leia is force sensitive and she's like yeah she's force sensitive and Obi-Wan's like what no way and and she's like girly like aren't you supposed to be Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) are you supposed to be the Jedi like (laughs) you didn't notice that anyways I think that would be really funny. Need that uh, to happen while Bail Organa is there, there. And then Bail Organa calls out Obi-Wan and he's like, this whole time you've been saying that Luke was going to be force sensitive and it never even occurred to you that Leia might be too. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Brea's there and she's let's, like, let's mm, humble Obi-Wan. You, Obi-Wan. <laughs> um, yeah. That whole scene with Reva like interrogating Leia. Stop, please. I know, I know it furthers the plot. Um, but also I'm sad. <laughs> Anyways, like we were saying, let's get more Reva backstory, please. Anyways, and then what happened? Obi-Wan, oh, I was about to say Obi-Wan saves her, but first he walks through the hall. Yeah, that was quite a lot. Um, I did gasp when I saw Terrace Anube. Rest Me too. Peace. Like, as soon as that scene started, I was like, all right, now who is, how, who's going to be down here? Uh-huh. Um we saw him there was one that was one of the younglings that still had like the little like um like training helmets I guess that they wear on that was a lot um there were some people down there who I was like 
they're focusing in on these people a lot and I don't know who they are but maybe they're going to be important someday who knows um but I also saw someone I think on Twitter talking about how Obi-Wan was probably like looking for Ahsoka down there and yeah, I was I saw like that too. I'm actually gonna throw my tv out a window um, <laughs> <laughs> that is like like really thinking about that whole okay first of all Tara Sanube is so old <laughs> he's in the high republic I know um, I was like sick high republic right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah wow high republic stands are really winning right now <laughs> high republic stands are winning we got a character corpse on a mm-hmm. wall um and then anyways so that is like sad and then also I think um you know Obi-Wan looking at the people like one he has no idea what's going on what's going on he has no idea why they're there we as the audience know that they're part of Project Harvester um and that they are literally being uh tested on to see if they can get um like they can clone force sensitivity. It's the same thing that's going on with Mandalorian. This is how they're connecting it all. It's the same thing that happened in the Clone Wars. You know, we're all here. Um, it's everything is connecting together. Yay. Except <laughs> except I have some issues with it. Um, <laughs> but but I digress. Um also I had a point. Don't remember what it was. And yeah. It was actually waiting for Trilla Sidori to actually be in there. Oh, <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. Um, yeah, Project Harvester. Um, <laughs> someone pointed out on Twitter, I think it was, that they're like encased in this like gold, like liquid stuff. And I'm <laughs> just like Jurassic Park. <laughs> this is our Jurassic Park episode. This is our oh Jurassic God. World episode. <laughs> no, but like the... The way that I mean, now the yeah. cloning stuff, because obviously it all ties back to the sequels because they, like, that's how Palpatine is still around, but it literally ties into the Bad Batch because we have that cloning oh, facility true. at the end. Mandalorian, obviously. That's um a of the show. Now Kenobi, Clone Wars, probably other things that I'm forgetting about. And I'm like, so all of this is building up to this, like, big cloning thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. but like yeah what? here's the thing I am here like you know what I love interconnectivity I really do I think it's really like a great way of storytelling however we already know the end we already know that it was to bring Palpatine whatever it is Palpatine's consciousness into this force sensitive clone of Palpatine like we already know so either they're just like filling in the gaps, which, okay, cool. But like, we already know, we don't really care why that much, right? But unless this is, you know, building to something else, unless we have something to do, you know, Omega in the Bad Batches Force, like, not that I want that at all, but I'm like, that's an example of like, oh, here's another way we can use this. Um, Because if not, I'm like, okay, what if we discovered other like things to connect to instead of this cloning thing that we already know the ending of you know that's my issue with it yeah um, no I totally get that but I'm and like, it's just like yeah like I get what you're saying like it's it's cool to have like oh look here's the like start of that and here's like how it ends but like the fact that it's now being put into literally everything and I'm like okay 
there's a secret cloning operation going on mm-hmm. i know and we've been we've known we've known for a hot minute here we've known since 2008 when the clone wars came out like praying that praying that jedi survivor is not about cloning i'll lose it i'll lose it i really will uv um they cloned trilla siduri before she died and she's actually the main antagonist again you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> you know what? I will take it. <laughs> I retract what I said. I want cloning <laughs> Jedi Survivor. Anyways, terrifying scene. Was really, really nervous. I was going to see Quinlan Boss in there and die. Um, But you brought up a great point. <laughs> you were like, um, if if that, if Quinlan was in there, I think Obi-Wan would have had a, a reaction. Yeah, people were like, this might be Quinlan Boss. And I'm like, maybe, but like, why was Obi-Wan just like, okay, and kept walking? No, but he stopped to look at Terrace Anube. Like, no disrespect to Terrace Anube. I love him. But I don't think that him and Obi-Wan were as close as Obi-Wan and Quinlan were because I don't think that they were boyfriends. Yeah. Um, not to my knowledge. So yeah, I think if Quinlan were there, we would know. But yeah, there were definitely some other people who they like kind of focused in on. And I was like, we definitely haven't seen them before, but I also want to know who they are and I want to know everything about them. Like, where was Apparentis? Someone said they saw Apparentis, and I got so excited, and I rewatched that scene, and he was nowhere to be found. And I was like, why would you get my hopes up like that? Why would somebody lie like that? <laughs> and during Pride Month. That is so cruel. <laughs> Oper- Confirmed dead Apparentis in the Kenobi series. We when? literally have an episode title that says Apparentis. And it was our Ventress episode, too. <laughs> Don't, if you haven't listened, don't ask what the correlation between those two things is, but... I don't even remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, when when will he die in the Kenobi series? Please, I need to see it. I need to see him die. Yeah, like, I actually don't want him to be in one of those. I would like to see the moment where he dies. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the lightsaber slice through the tail. <laughs> like, ew. Stop. I, I keep forgetting that he has a tail and it just makes everything so much worse. Um, I hate him like so much. I feel like people who like are listening to this podcast who just like, I, okay, I was going to say who casually watched Star Wars. Nobody is listening to this podcast who casually watches Star Wars. Um, anyone who hasn't read The High Republic, there's a book in it called Tempest Runner. You should go, you should go read it. It's really good. Um, but Apparentis is, is literally in it and he is so awful and I can't stand him. I hate him so much. And so now I hate him. Also, he survived Order 66 and I was like, out of literally everybody, why you? Sir? Like you could have had, you could have had Plo Koon survive and you had Apparentis survive. Exactly. Miss Ayla Secura was right there. Like she and Quinlan could be running the path together, but Apparentis is alive. Okay. Star Wars, I see you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyways. Think about what kind of message you're sending here. <laughs> um, and then, well, this is when, um, this is actually when Tala is like, oh, I'm lying to, to Riva. Literally could be killed for that, but okay, I, I'm a girl boss. Um, creates a diversion. Riva is like, leaves Leia, and then Obi-Wan comes in, saves Leia so cute so cute i it's her just being like oh my god you came for me i thought you were dead um okay i was gonna start talking about the last of us but i can't i will be here for an hour (laughs) um i really do think though that 
I at first I didn't think I was like mm, I like this like relationship between Obi-Wan and Leia but it's not really like Dilf dad and like queer murderous teenage daughter trope because she's 10 um and she's not really murderous yet uh Leia get there like we're like we can get there faster I know you're 10 it doesn't matter anyways <laughs> so kidding um but now that I'm like witnessing it and I'm I'm seeing this you know post-apocalyptic sort of thing happening between them because you know it is the post-apocalyptic for Obi-Wan welcome to my essay about how order 66 is the apocalypse and anything past order 66 is dystopian fiction I'm so kidding I'm not kidding but I can't talk about it right now we'll be here too long and nobody wants to hear it um but it is now I'm I'm going to consider it my, one of my tropes. One of, it is an entry along with, um, I didn't think about this until somebody like pointed it out on Instagram, um, Skier and Keeve, they fit into the trope. I literally didn't, I never even thought of it until someone pointed it out and I was like, oh, you're so right. This is a win for me. This is, this show is a win for me. Um, except for the fact that Trillicidary has not been in it yet. <laughs> not even a mention. We've had so many opportunities. Every time they're like, Reba, you're a failure, LOL. I'm like, when will you be like, remember what happened to Trill's story? It's okay. Two more episodes. Two more episodes. I believe in the Trill I mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. um, I believe in the Quinlan Voss appearance. (laughs) I know we only have two episodes left. I will believe in that until the credits roll. Mm -hmm. You know what? No, post-credit scene, Quinlan Voss. I'll believe it until... Like, I've watched all the way to the end of the credits. What if he shows up in the end credit scene? Okay, I have been thinking about whether there's going to be an end credit scene or not, because Star Wars has been doing those recently, especially in their yeah. live action projects. And I'm like, but what? Yeah. But what's it going to be? What yeah. was the, the Boba, Boba, Boba Fett had one, right? Yeah, it did. Oh, that's so amazing. I don't think I could tell you what half the things it? that happened in that show. And <laughs> I've literally watched all those episodes, like, one time and mm-hmm. never again. Yeah. Googling it. Okay. That was what the was scene about. explained. Oh, it was um uh Cobb Vanth in the Bacta tank. Yes, 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 it okay. was Cobb Vanth in the Bacta tank. And then um, obviously Mandalorian season two was the Book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. like teaser. I could never forget. I could never forget that day in my life. Anyway. <laughs> what a time Mandalorian season two finale what a day anyway we're not talking about that right now but yeah I have been thinking about whether it's going to be a post-credit scene and what it would be because there's not like a thing directly like correlating to this unless they announce the Quinlan Boss spinoff series but you know exactly that's what I'm thinking too that's my <laughs> official theory <laughs> um yeah, imagine that the end credit scene just opens up with Quinlan Vos. Okay, so I actually know what the end credit scene is. I actually um, got an email from Lucasfilm. They sent it to me. <laughs> they uh, send you like a, a MP4 file of the... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. That's exactly They were like, happened. how does this look? <laughs> they were like, hey, can you review this for the podcast? <laughs> Anyways, um, no, no, I'm serious. This has actually happened. Um, and I, I got per- permission to, to say it on this podcast. Um, so it opens up. It's it's Quinlan Boss on the Banshee, actually. And and he's flying and he comes across a, a ship. And that ship, um, he, <laughs> he he gets on the ship. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And it's um and it's who would be alive during this time? 
Um, it's it's cheery. It's Skywalker cheery from the Prada Senator. And she is now she's now a pilot, and she and her 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 Skywalker um are there and they beat Queen of Boss. That's what happened. Um, I can't oh, wait to watch that. It's literally Vanya. As, like, as she would be nine years old. Quinlan Voss and Vanya, what a dynamic duo. Lucasfilm, if you don't hire me right now, like, I am giving you the best content you've ever had right now. And you, where's my money? Like, just write me a check. Send it in the mail. I'll start writing it right now. I'm literally trying to think. The only like live action series that I could see them setting up in the post-credit scene would be Ahsoka. But, um, no, but why would it be Ahsoka? It takes place so far. That's what I'm away. thinking. Maybe they just won't Oh my gosh. One. What if it's just the Bail Organa spinoff series? Don't even joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I could handle that. I don't think that would be a good I idea think... for me. Yeah. It's actually um, the um, Bail Organa ahsoka tano spinoff series about her early years as a fulcrum agent that i pitched like every single day of my life as a novel but you know Mm -hmm. this film hey it's me again um (laughs) please give me an ahsoka novel sequel about her early days as fulcrum featuring the lardy sisters it could be something to do with andor oh you're so right wait andor (laughs) plays like right after this doesn't it it takes like four years before and Bail Organa is probably going to be in that. Well, yeah, he is. I so think he should place, be. I so. think... What if Mon Mothma is in the post-credit scene? Wait, that's actually so true. It's probably going to be Bail and Mon Mothma. And they're like, oh, there's like... Maybe it'll be the dinner party scene from Leia, Princess of Alderaan. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you. I tweeted about this the other day and it got like a thousand likes. And I was like, oh I was God. just making a little joke about how Tarkin thinks that Bail Organa had an affair with Mon Mothma. Um, Anyway, read Leia, Princess of Alderaan. I did. It was actually, it's funny, but like I actually was so in distress because like, you know that it's fake and they're just lying. But also I don't like when Bale and Brea argue even when it's fake. So I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> back to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan rescued Leia. So true. They escaped. That. They did their little like trench coat move. Oh, I can't with the trench coat. I literally screamed out loud. I was like, are you kidding me? This is Obi-Wan. Like, and then how was nobody noticing it? Like, I literally peeked out and I was like, (laughs) I understand it's fiction. I understand we needed to get somewhere in the plot, but please. It was so camp. It was so camp. Um, anyways, that happened. Reva comes out. She's like, Obi-Wan, stop where you are. Like, you're not getting away. We missed an entire part. Go back to my favorite part of the episode, actually. They're escaping, right? They they find Tala at this point. It's Obi-Wan, Tala, and Leia. And they're running through the underwater tunnel. Sick Jedi Fallen Order reference, by the way, Star Wars. Um, and then a bunch of stormtroopers come to get them and who is with them a purge trooper didn't i say that when a live action purge trooper gets on the screen i'll become a menace to society because i did because i did um unbelievable we've never seen a live action purge trooper and i for one am very grateful for that um deborah chow you are my everything 
you are my queen my you do everything for me personally um I just like to thank you for that because I needed I needed to see them was it Cody it wasn't not Cody we we don't know I don't actually think it was Cody, but I do. <laughs> you know what? No, it could have been Cody. See, my my logic was, oh, it wouldn't be Cody because Obi-Wan would be like, oh, my God, I can feel that's my boyfriend. Um, but Obi-Wan's like not connected to the force right now. And so he missed his chance. And then Cody's like, wait, that was my boyfriend. He didn't recognize me. He couldn't rescue me from this empire that I've been forced to be a part of. And they miss their chance and they're star-crossed lovers and they keep missing each other. Anyways, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, sorry. No, because I was about I was about to say this is just like good day, Lieutenant Manto. <laughs> the Eli Mantoification of Commander Cody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fulcrum Transmissions. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Um, <laughs> no, we can't be doing this. We can't be doing this. Um, so then the only choice is now is for Purge Trooper Commander Cody to get sent to the Chiss Ascendancy. Yeah, I agree. That's what the post credit scene actually is. That is Spoilers what Spoilers for the Kenobi series. <laughs> <laughs> They're um, actually announcing the, the Chiss Ascendancy spinoff series featuring Commander Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, <laughs> oh my god! They're like they're like sitting around drinking. Um, they're drinking tea, and they're like, "You will not believe what my boyfriend said to me after I saw him for the first time in like ten years." And Eli's like, "Oh my god! <laughs> don't even get me started." <laughs> um, <laughs> I love. Okay, I love like Real Housewives of Orange County style like Chiss Ascendancy spinoff series Real Housewives of the Chiss Ascendancy but they're not housewives it's literally like Cody, Eli, Ronan is there <laughs> who else is there um Wutro is there do you know how much money I would give for Wutro to interact with Commander Cody a thousand million dollars I literally can't stand this podcast <laughs> why are we like this <laughs> Anyway, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they escape. Wade dies. Okay, that they the way that I like the part where they got cried. saved by the bad people. <laughs> they literally that's what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. No Before they is. die, they save. Sorry. I think okay, maybe I'm the only one who formed an emotional attachment to Wade and Zoli like immediately because I've been talking about them so much. I know they were, and he literally died. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I was like wow some new club shittos and then one of them died and I was like never mind um but I love them I love how they were like we're not soldiers and then he died and then Tala was like you're soldiers now um but yeah they were on screen for like maybe a minute total so I won't keep talking about them so is the path like part of the rebellion or is it completely okay different? so here's my theory I've already mm-hmm. talked about how I want Tala to become a full firm agent right but I feel like she's gonna go with them back to Alderaan to drop off Leia, which like I feel like every week I'm like that's gonna happen soon, and it still hasn't. <laughs> it's probably it gonna has be the to eventually, right? Like she has to go home. Um, <laughs> so and I feel like she's gonna be like, oh, or Obi Wan, maybe Leia. I don't know. Someone is gonna be like to Bail Organa, like, oh yeah, they helped us out. They're part of this like network called the Path, and like here's what they do. And he's gonna be like interesting you know that's actually really of interest to me because I am actually part of 
or my I'm actually a rebel leader. Okay, but here's my other thing. I know that Bill Organa is the best person in the entire Star Wars universe, right. and he would never blow Ahsoka or Obi-Wan's cover. However, he knows that both of them are alive and where they are and can contact either of them, and they don't know the other one is alive. I can't with that. I cannot handle that. Okay, going back to what you were saying, though, that makes actually complete sense. Because if Tala became a fulcrum agent, right, in the path, in like pretty much joined the path with the rebellion, that would make complete sense. Because what is fulcrum agent Ahsoka Tano doing in Rebels? She's fighting for sensitive children. Are you kidding? So maybe that we have cracked it. I literally and then and then the path in Andor. Oh my god, we've cracked it. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so spoilers for Andor. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah. Wow, I can't believe we just cracked the entire thing. I can get to anything through someone. My theories always start with someone becoming a fulcrum agent, and then they Mm -hmm. turn into actual theories. Yeah, Um, they aren't just me being like. What if this reason became a fulcrum agent? Wouldn't that be so crazy? Um, no, but I do think Tala will become a fulcrum agent. And if she doesn't, that would be really sad for me. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the episode. They escape. Um, Vader was there and he was like, okay, I was really scared because I was like, will Reva die right now? Oh my God. He didn't. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I was so nervous I was like if we have to watch her die right now I'm gonna be so mad and then shout out to my coworker, but I like I love you so much but also he was like oh my god wasn't it so awesome when Vader like was like you failed me for the last time like Vader's so scary all that stuff and I was like no it was not okay and it was not fun if he kills Reva I'm going to be a bad person and we've talked about this, I think, in literally every single episode of this, like, show that we've done so far. I'm over it. I cannot have another woman be killed on the screen. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, that whole um, episode, I was like, so is Tala or Reva going to die here? Neither mm-hmm. of them died. Thank we God. just have two more episodes for them to survive. We can do um, it. We know Tala is going to live because she does become a fulcrum agent. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm just stating that as fact now. And I'm like, okay. Reva, get behind me. I yeah. will protect you. I will fight Vader actually personally. Um, I would sorry, fight Obi Wan, but like I'm just built different, and I would win. Um, if I was protecting Reva, I would win. Like that's <laughs> like any other thing. Like I wouldn't win else. Like Vader would literally crush me like a bug. But if I was protecting Reva, there's Vader has zero chance. Let's see. Okay, so they escape. Wade died. Anyway, I'm sorry. You've said I don't that know why really I'm so obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with them. I mm, I feel like we're just never gonna see them again because they were like. I'm gonna I feel like we're never gonna see Sully again. Um, because she was like a club shadow who was in like one episode. But like, I hope we do. Anyway, um, so they're back on their ship, and then Leia and Obi Wan like held hands, and I was like screaming and crying on the floor. Yeah. Um, I just love them. Sorry, Luke Skywalker, but Obi-Wan and Luke's, like, mentor-mentee relationship is nothing to me now. Like, I actually only care about Obi-Wan and Leia. I love when, like, the gruff, reluctant parent is, like, finally becoming soft towards the child after they've been kidnapped. 
Oh my god. Especially just, because it's like, like <laughs> oh god. It's just like murder bot. <laughs> You're so insane. I'm not. Everyone I know this is a Star Wars podcast, but I think every single person on this planet should go read the Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells. Um, I've read the second book now, I think three times, and I've only known about it for maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. I'm obsessed with it. Anyways, I'm sorry. <gasps> okay, keep going. What were you saying? <laughs> um, yeah, they held hands. I love them. Especially because um Obi-Wan like used to be a much like I guess like friendlier you know just like happier whatever person and now he's really like closed off and doesn't want to like form new relationships because he is worried about losing people um it's okay Obi-Wan Leia has plot armor so like you're (laughs) fine you're fine um (laughs) when is Obi-Wan when is Obi-Wan gonna hold Ahsoka's hand that's what I want to know when is Obi-Wan going to hug Ahsoka yeah I'm waiting I'm I'm sitting when when are they gonna be together again period like I I hope she's just like walking out of Bail Organa's office on Alderaan when they (laughs) (laughs) no but like imagine okay anyway I can't do this she could be there okay but if hmm because I'm so sorry let's just have have Obi-Wan Kenobi kiss Quinlan Voss on the mouth like uh, exactly like while we're doing like hugs and kisses um but if okay but if Bail Organa like says the word fulcrum mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's gonna be like I've heard that before and then he's like okay who are the people that knew about this like secret code channel he's gonna be like oh Anakin. my god Sagarera I literally was about to say it's literally like Anakin Sagarera Yularen oh my god Yularen folk is he Obi-Wan's dead yet be like Yularen the timeline and 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 Bail Organa's gonna be like no, Ahsoka Tano. And he's like, oh my God. Wait, is he learned? No. No. He's, you know what's happening right now? Thrawn 2017. <gasps> oh my God. Thrawn. <laughs> you Lauren is talking to Thrawn right now. As we speak. Obi-Wan and Leia are holding hands and it cuts to a scene of you Lauren talking to the feral Thrawn. This is how we get the post-credit scene tie into the Ahsoka series. What is happening? What anyway, is happening? yeah. So Obi-Wan overhears Bail Organa say Fulcrum and he's like, oh my god, Admiral Yularen. Like, that's crazy. And then Bail Organa's <laughs> like, no, it's Ahsoka. Bail Organa's like, I don't even care about her cover anymore. I just need to say it because this man is being such an idiot. But no, I do think if he overheard Bail Organa say Fulcrum. Once again, I think I said this exact thing like a couple weeks ago. I need someone to say the word Fulcrum in this show please and thank you okay wait you know what i'll settle for oh god obi-wan reuniting with r2d2 <laughs> i think oh, because he was there <gasps> with leia oh my god i'm gonna cry <laughs> and then lola was like he i'm evil now or oh my evil, god but like she got okay so i literally the day this episode came out Earlier that day, I was watching the Rebels episode where Chopper gets, like, possessed. He gets, like, hacked, but I like to say he got possessed. Mm-hmm. And so when I was watching Kenobi, I was like, this is just, like, when Chopper got hacked by the Empire. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I don't know that. if you knew about that or that that happened, but... <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Are you, I, why would you bring up Chopper on this podcast? 
I'm sorry. I just thought it was funny that I had just been watching that. And then I was like, this is so much like when Chopper and you know then AP5 right like got blessed in space. What? A new dawn. <laughs> when will Kanan and Hera be in Kenobi? <laughs> so so Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan and Leia are holding hands. Um, and it cuts to a scene of Kanan Jars okay, sitting on no, the ghost but, and eating Chopper. <laughs> you want to know what's so hateful? We're getting the rest of the ghost crew in live action in Ahsoka. Well, we know we're getting all of them. We don't know about Zeb. I hope we see Zeb. Anyway, but we're not getting Kanan because he's dead. Mm -hmm. So I think it's only right that we get him in live action in the Kenobi series. Like, if we're not getting him in the Ahsoka series. Unless we got... (gasps) Now I'm just realizing that there's a possibility of Force Ghost Kanan. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. No. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is not about Kenobi at all. But you know how the little okay, spoilers for the um Ahsoka trailer that they jo- dropped at that we watched like a poor quality <laughs> recording of that someone um, took on their phone. <laughs> there's there's a little part where there's a little hand reaching out for like a cup of coffee and everyone thinks it's Jason Sindula. What if we get Force Ghost Kane and talking to Jason? Okay, no, because here my theory actually for what the Ahsoka series is gonna be about is gonna be um so Jason is now growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm so afraid to see him in live action. Can they just make him look like a normal person, please? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> beside the point, and he's now realizing that he's force sensitive. And Hera's like, I don't know what to do because, like, I don't have Kanan here with me, and like, I am not a Jedi. I'm not force sensitive, so I can't train him. And then she's like, Ahsoka, you're a Jedi. You're force sensitive. But we know Ahsoka said she didn't want to train Grogu because he had too much of an attachment to Din. And so I feel like she might be like, mm, Jason's a little too attached to you, Hera. And maybe also to Sabine if she's stuck around. So like, I don't think I should do that. And then Sabine's like, guys, I'm trying to rescue Ezra Bridger. You need a Jedi to train your kid. Ahsoka is here to help because it's her show. And then they rescue Ezra and then Ezra trains Jason Sindula because the idea of like Kanan training Ezra and then Ezra training his son because he's not around to do it. Are you kidding me? Anyway. This is really my favorite lineage. Like it really is my favorite lineage. <laughs> Jedi. I'm going to cry. If we get Ezra Bridger training Jason Sindula, I'll never recover. And also Thrawn is there because... I don't, I literally, like, I, like, Thrawn is with Ezra, and if the plot is them, like, finding Ezra, of course, Thrawn's gonna be there, but, like, once they find them, like, what's Thrawn gonna do? Who's the antagonist of this plot? Is it Thrawn? Because I can't. Like, like, he's the person in there that makes sense to be the antagonist, but, like, he's out in space somewhere with Ezra, like, what's he gonna do? And also, after the Ascendancy series came out, like, are we really gonna have Thrawn be the villain again? I know, I'm like, like I can't do it anymore. He's been out in space with Ezra for so long. The two of them can just, like, Thrawn's gonna be like, I never even wanted to join the Empire. Like, I was just trying to help the Chiss Ascendancy. And Thrawn, and or, and Ezra's like, oh, uh, I can't. He's like, I'm I really cry. just wanted to hang out with my boyfriend, Simacro, <laughs> but I got exiled. <laughs> no, didn't you hear, actually, that Eli Vanto is going to be the main antagonist? Don't even put that into the universe. Don't. When that was a thing on Twitter, like when there was some like clickbait article that was like Eli Vanto could be the next big villain, and people were like, "Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. I'm so worried about Eli Vanto becoming the antagonist of a Star Wars series. Eli Vanto, the same one who, like, literally rescued Unhi and Vanya. Not Vanya. Yeah, Vanya. And, okay, sure. He's so evil. No, but I don't know who the antagonist is going to be. It has to be Thrawn. Because, like, who, who else? It's actually Bo-Katan. No, I'm not even manifesting that. Don't even, yeah. Um, <laughs> back to Kenobi again. I think that's the end of the episode. We kind of already talked about all our theories, and I keep saying the same things every week, so they have to come true eventually. Yeah. When is Quinlan Vos showing up? Stay tuned next week to find out. <laughs> if he's in it, you'll know it. <laughs> we'll be screaming on Twitter. I'm like, I feel like I should have something else to say. It was so good. And I feel like I'm just like, yeah, it was good. Like, I don't have any, like, big critiques to go into. I think that the only thing I had with this episode was that it was, like, there's only two left. There are Mm -hmm. only two episodes left. And not that I think that this episode was filler, okay? Filler, it doesn't exist in a a six-episode show. It doesn't. Um, I liked uh, what Element 7 said on TikTok. Um, Shout out to Bestie. He said that this episode was a plot pusher and I agree with that. I kind of was like, okay, we're getting, we're getting, you know, the tie into the overall Star Wars narrative that they're pushing right now, which is this cloning thing. And I think what this episode really did though, was like solidify the relationship between Leia and Obi-Wan. So it's going to be like so much harder to like watch them go their separate ways at the end uh but that was necessary you know for to get that outcome at the end that we're gonna have which hopefully we get some kind of like little emotional like oh my god bye hope I see you again and then they the last time they see each other literally is Obi-Wan dying I can't with that oh my gosh this makes me literally hate A New Hope so much like I won't because like Leia okay Mm -hmm. girl (laughs) Leia literally, in like the course of A New Hope, she watched right. her entire planet get destroyed mm-hmm. with both her parents on it, all yeah. of her friends and other family who were on Alderaan. Ramus Antilles also got killed, who was like um, Bail Organa's bestie. He was part of his like royal security force. It doesn't matter. Um, the point is that they were very close. And now we know she was also close with Obi-Wan and she watched him die. And there's probably more that I'm forgetting. She also got, like, tortured, which yes, we now know she was probably having an r- even worse time than we knew about before because she was like, remember when I was 10 and I, like, yeah. almost got tortured? This is and just like that. She literally watches Obi-Wan die. And then t- at this point in canon, Leia has known Obi-Wan longer than Luke knew Obi-Wan. Like, let's just let that sink in a bit. Because Luke is like, I'm so depressed that Obi-Wan died. Right after Leia's whole planet got blown up, which is worse enough as it is. But then she's also like... She's like, I literally knew him better than you. I literally, he literally saved my life when I was 10. Just because it was written poorly because it, like, they didn't know how to write written. It was written by a man. Because they did not know how to write a woman who had emotions but was also strong. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and was yeah 
and was written for the male gaze. Like if she was emotional, men wouldn't like her. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. People not. are starting, literally men are starting to not like her because she's a 10-year-old who acts yeah. like a 10-year-old. Yeah. What? <laughs> I can't. I think that if women are in media, men should not be able to comment on it. Because this is our Jurassic World episode, if you're a man, you're I literally was about to say, me watching Jurassic World. Don't say anything. Is that all we have? Yeah, Kenobi was very good. Um, Yeah, I, I agree. I wish, I'm just like, I, oh, I feel like this is so like, oh, I wish the episodes were longer, like, obviously, but I really do wish they were. And I know this is just like yeah. Disney Plus is like six episode limited series. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I wish they were longer, but I'm just like, if you're only gonna do six episodes can they at least be like an hour like this one was literally like 40 minutes okay it's fine but yeah I'm like okay we have two more episodes I hope the finale is at least like a little longer I it probably we'll will I'm hoping that what they aren't gonna do is like make the the last two episodes like a two-part finale kind of thing I still feel like we need more plot development like Yes, I know what the show's about. It's about Obi-Wan and rescuing Leia, pretty much. But also, like, I what else is it about, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have, like, a secondary plot. The secondary plot would be this path that they introduced halfway through. They introduced it in episode three. Fine, which was fine. But, like, can we build upon it? Can yeah. we? This is the first we're hearing of this. Like, I want to know more. Um, I would love... Ugh, when do we get a path like comic series? What is that? We'd love I it. Want that. Every issue is them rescuing a new force sensitive person. Are you kidding me? Yeah, anyway, but no, the, yeah, I hope we see more is, of them. Yeah, and the I want to know like how they connect into like you said, like Ahsoka um is like looking for force sensitive children and rebels, which also ties into the Ahsoka novel, but we don't we won't get into that. But I do want to know how like the path ties into like the larger rebellion and like the fulcrum program and all of that so that would be cool to see and then also some wrap-up of Reva's story that doesn't involve her dying like maybe the path helping to relocate her like I've been saying I need it so bad if she dies I'm gonna stop watching the show but watch her die at the very very end and I'll be like I'm "I'm done and it's the end of the episode (laughs) (laughs) it's the epilogue (laughs) I will I will that's when I'll stop watching Star Wars. I will literally stop watching Star Wars if she dies in the epilogue. I think that's all we have. We got our critiques in. We got our theories in. I don't know what happened in this episode. We talked about Commander Cody and Eli Vanto and the Ascendancy. Thank you so much for listening to Fulcrum Transmissions. Please feel free to send us questions. You can DM them to us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. We'll be back next week to discuss episode five of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Once again, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode.